I mean, nowadays, especially now, like nowadays, we at the point where like, well, people call them receipts, but it's just it's people taking screenshots of of everything. Screenshots of text messages, screenshots of DMs, screenshots of pictures. It's like so everyone's everyone's remembers, and everybody is loading up. Because because think about what that is. That that, that what that is is that's you going. I may have to destroy you one day. You know what I mean? Sweet, and we're back. Welcome back to BS with Brian Simpson. How you doing, Rob? How was the holidays? I'm doing good. My holidays were were great. Very restful. What about you? Eh. Yeah, mostly. <laughs> yeah, for the most part. Yeah, we we were getting it done. I um, I did a weird. Did you do anything good for New Year's? Do you do New Year's? Mm, no, no. Some people don't no. fuck with New Year's. I don't fuck with New Year's. Not New Year's Eve. I go. I, I love a good New Year's Day. Yeah. Yeah, but New Year's Eve is just you know, that's a young man's game. You just asking for trouble. You out there in the streets, <laughs> everybody's drunk, gunshots going off. You know, people yeah. are yeah, <clears throat> people are alone. You know, and 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 uh, you know, it is. It's like a whole night of. Remember how I said, remember how I said nothing good happens after after midnight. Like like you should always leave a bar before last call. Yeah. New Year's Eve is just a whole. It's it's a whole day of right after midnight when the when the bars are closing up, like right after like one a.m. Yeah. That's it's, but it's a whole day of that because, <clears throat> I think a lot of people feel like whatever because of movies and shit, they're supposed to be with someone on that day, mm-hmm. so they extra lonely that day and they drunk, you know, and they and they lying to themselves, they making resolutions. I don't know. It's a it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of forced. It's a very forced holiday, in my yeah. opinion. But it's one of the few that I actually respect because it's actually about what it's about, you know. Fair. It, it's actually about hey, New Year. It's real simple, straight to the point. It's no bullshit about it. You know, it doesn't have some ancient origins that uh, that uh, will make you uncomfortable. I don't have to buy nobody nothing. I don't got to be nowhere. Mm-hmm. I love it. What you doing for New Year's? Nothing. Nothing, not a damn thing. That's what I've been wanting to do for all these other special days. You yeah. know, so I'm, yeah, New Year's yeah. is like the one I respect, but I don't fuck with it. I don't go do anything. Usually, I'm, sometimes I'm with people, but it's been a long time since that happened. Um, you have any <clears throat> um, resolutions? Um, yeah, I want to get I want to get labeled difficult to work with this year in Hollywood. <laughs> So it's a it's a I want to be good enough for verified air. People start saying I'm good enough to work I'm I'm difficult to work with. I want to be that good. Yeah, you you yeah, notice I mentioning that. They only ever say that about the very best people. True. And I think and I I think what it really is is is, is that <clears throat> most of those people aren't difficult to work with. They're just really really good at what they do and they really prefer, and those kind of people don't tolerate incompetence. That's really that's all. Right. It is. Yeah, it's like it's it's almost like you you know. It's like it's like a you know it's like a Tom Brady. You know you see that motherfucker flip out and yell at, yell at the lineman and all that. It's, it's because he knows the work he put in. He, he, it, it's it's like it's like when you have a motherfucker that can do that can perform at the maximum, and all they need from you is the minimum, and you can't do that. 
Mm-hmm. That 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 you know that's understandable. That yeah, yeah, no, motherfucker, difficult to work with you because you don't know what the fuck you're doing. I think that's what most of it is. Is that you know another thing too is like some of these motherfuckers are human. It's like okay, so you heard one story of them having a bad day, but it's like nobody's talking about you and all your bad moments. You know, right? Yeah, no, that doesn't mean well, the the one that always comes to mind is like Christian Bale, right? On, when he was yelling at that lighting guy. Oh, yeah, yeah Or whatever. Yeah. But, and it's like, number one, one of the best actors working in Hollywood right now. But also, yeah. that dude is on set 360 days out of the year. He's going to have a bad day one day. And also, that dude came out afterwards. And also, yeah, like, you yeah, walk through the... Fu- yeah, you walk through the fucking shot. Yeah. Fuck all that. Look, look, look. Because I remember back then when, it, when, that, <laughs> audio, when that audio came out and everybody was mad at him about it. It's like, no, motherfucker, listen, this is the moment. This is the moment. Right. Like, like, look again, to keep the analogy going with football, that's like you being, that's like, that's like you being, like, we plan to go to the playoffs. And the game on the line, and we got one play left, and then you just take off your helmet and get us a, get, <laughs> get us a penalty. Like, a inexplicable, like, how, why, like, we in the middle of the scene, I'm locked in. I'm in character. I I got it down pat, and right when I'm in my zone, you walk. Past. What the fuck you doing? You know better than that. <laughs> now listen, did he have to yell at you like that? No, he ain't had to say. But that's how he, that was his emotions coming out. He ain't punch you in the face. He ain't beat the shit out of you. He right. ain't even fire you. He ain't ask for you to be fired. But he was just like, explain to me how you made that mistake, because I need to know that you ain't gonna do it again. I need to know it was a complete. Brain fart, I, but 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 you gonna walk through the fucking shop when I'm in the zone? That's crazy. That's crazy as fuck to me. That <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like because listen, his mistake doesn't absolve you of your fuck up, right? That's all I'm saying. It's like you distracted that man. Now, actually, I could have gave a way better analogy. Looking back on it, <sighs> I'm slipping. No, but 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 you you walk through the shop when that man was like doing his motherfucking thing. You know, because it's a it's a it's a level of concentration. I, I think a better analogy is more like um like you know like surgery or something, where it's like mm-hmm. I'm I'm right there with the with the motherfucking scalpel right on the thing, but I got to be careful because it's next to a nerve and I don't want to cut it. And then you and then you like make a loud noise, you drop a bucket or something. It's like <laughs> what what are you doing? Like like I'm I'm it's like I'm at a moment where I got to be maximum focus. And you distract somebody's me. like replacing the paper towel dispenser. Yeah, it's like you. It's it's crazy. It you know, like I said, it's not that I don't feel sympathy for the guy because I understand how scared he was because it probably was just a fuck up. Like he was he was probably yeah. in his little zone. But 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 listen, when when you're on set and especially when you're on set with like one of the goats, and I think you'd be hard pressed to argue that Christian Bale isn't one of the goats, right? Agree. Everyone there is there to make him shine. So you ain't allowed to be distracted. You know what I'm saying? Right. If he if he got to be focused 100%, you got to be focused at least halfway. So you're not allowed you're not allowed to you know, you're not allowed to complain when he yells at you for an obvious fuck up. And and also here's the other thing. Who is the guy who how did the audio leak? Who leaked that? I don't know. That's don't the know only person that came out. It, that's the only person in this whole scenario that should lose their job. Yeah, the audio leak person. If, if, if I if I re, if I recall correctly, I think that when that came out, the sound guy came out and was like, "No, I fucked up." Like, yeah, maybe he went a little bit off the handle or whatever, but 
I, I did fuck up. So it wasn't like he was an insane person who was just, you know, impossible to please. It's like, no, I fucked up. I shouldn't have been doing what I was doing. Yeah, but that's the thing. Here's the thing. He's playing an insane person. What movie was that? Right. Wasn't it... Um, it was Terminator Salvation. Terminator Salvation. Right. Okay. So, like, he's playing somebody in, like, a life or death, end of the world scenario. That's that's the mindset he in. He... And he's, he's a method actor, right? You know what I'm saying? So he is this yeah. person. He is this person with the stress of the world. Or the, like, that, like, that's where his head is. And the fact that he only yelled at you is a miracle to me. Yeah, but he did fuck up. But yeah, but who was... But so, th- so wait a minute. Did that sound guy... Because I don't think it was a... Yeah, it was a grip, right? It was somebody that walked by with a microphone. No, it was the it was the cinematographer, but they were messing with this the um the lights during the during the uh during the shoot. Yeah, that's uh that's 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 unforgivable. But but again, who leaked the audio? Who is the fucking rat? Yeah, I don't know who actually leaked it. I can't find I can't I can't find right off the top because I'm seeing some rumors about who leaked it, but they're not reliable. I, I and I know I sound a little cold about it because because listen, I understand, bro. I haven't been on sets that many sets. Uh, never, yeah, I've only been on maybe five or six sets, right? But I'm gonna tell you something. With the exception of when I did, um, <clears throat> with the exception of when I did the David Spade show. Every other set I've been on, the majority of the people are stressed the fuck out. You know what I mean? Like, like, like mm-hmm. I'm talking about the non-talent people, the people, you know, all the people behind the scenes and all that, because they're stri- they're stressed the fuck out. Like, yeah, yeah, and and it it almost made me un- the first time I, I experienced this. It made me uncomfortable because it's like it's I don't know how to explain it, but it's almost like imagine something. That's normal every day for you, but it's just being made a big deal of from some like like basically like you're surrounded by people that are now like they're scared to death to upset you. Mm-hmm. So it, it it turns into where like it makes it makes it uncomfortable like you know like like a motherfucker go to hand you a bottle of water and you drop it and they go oh I'm so so, so I'm so 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 sorry you're like what no that was my mistake no really I'll, I'll run away. it's like it's like the, the, someone there is making everybody uncomfortable to that to that degree right 90% of the time though it's not the it's not the talent it gets put on the talent people you know it, it gets put on right. a Christian Bell or who, whoever Beyonce or whatever but the, but the truth is is like it, there's a lot of people doing stuff in your name because of fears that they've made up, you know, like they heard they right. heard on, they heard on a blog that you like that you only like one cube of sugar in your cough, or, or, or you know, or, or something like that. Like they heard something, and like okay, here's a perfect example. You get those. Um, you ever hear like somebody has on their rider? Oh, um, I only want red jelly beans or whatever. Or I, w- I want you to just yeah, green M and M's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, and it's like is the it's like, famous one. It's like that ain't coming from the from the artist. That's everybody in the middle that that is like, you know, they want to brag about what they can get you or what they got you. You know what I mean? Like, like you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's stuff they didn't even ask you. Like, it's like they'll ask for something that you didn't ask for, but they'll ask for it in your name. And then you'll get it and they'll walk up to you and go, oh, yeah, so I got you this extra thing. 
It's all like a clout. Right. Yeah, and then the rumor goes around that like, oh, now you you request, man, you absolutely need to have, you, you know, a, 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 like a, a turducken of candy bars. You need a Snicker, merge with a Mars, merge with a Three Musketeers, merge with a Mr. Good Bar, and you need it in that order, and you need it facing east, you know, on a on a platter. Like that, you, no one's asking for that. One one thing that I heard about the green M and M's thing because I think that comes from Van Halen. I think that's the story about Van Halen and no, their. But they move, they move the story around. It goes from Van, from I've heard it about Van Halen. I've heard it about Nicki Minaj. I've heard it about oh, Prince. Well, I've well, heard the, the theory that I heard about the Van Halen thing was that that was during their tour where they had a pretty <clears throat> unprecedented level of like sets moving around and props and pyrotechnics and stuff. And the purpose of putting some of the weird things in the rider was to make sure that make sure you read the whole read thing. It. So yeah. when they walk into the dressing room and they don't see green M and M's on that table, they're like they didn't read our fucking rider. We need to figure. We need to make sure we're not about to blow ourselves up. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I've heard that as Which well. Maybe that's true. Maybe that's not. I don't fucking know. I've heard that as, a, as a, I've heard that as an explanation. But at the same time. It's like, and I like that too because I've I've gotten emails and stuff like that from people that were basically like, you know, if. At the very bottom is like if you read this, then text me. Uh, Banana. Yeah, right. Whatever the fuck. So, but but I but I but I also feel like there's easier ways to make sure everybody read the whole writer without a ridiculous request. To that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean the the other the other possibility is that it's just a weird thing that gets you earned media to be like, oh, they're the crazy musicians who have these outrageous demands or whatever. It's just a it's a good story that people like to tell. So that's also part of it. Yeah, no, it's it's to, honestly, man, it's just a to me, I think it's it's just a professional game of of <clears throat> you know, of telephone. And, mm-hmm. and and it's it and it's it's fueled by people just being afraid <laughs> constantly. And so it's like, you know, you like you might walk you might walk in the green room and go, "Damn, it's fun. It's hot in here." And then that gets passed on to somebody as, um, you know, Brian wants somebody Brian to Simpson turn on. needs it ice cold yeah, in the yeah. fucking green room. Yeah, Brian Simpson needs well, the, well, the next person here is to turn on the AC. And, ne- and the next person goes, hey, man, turn on the fucking AC. They say Brian's fucking sweating his balls off in there. And then the next thing you know, <laughs> every time you walk in every green room after that, there's there's – I don't know, a ice sculpture or some shit. You know, it's like it's like it gets it gets away from from you in a way. It, whatever. Whatever. Niggas will be. So right. Brian, Brian, you're you you get you get the the role of a lifetime. You're playing Hannibal Barca in a oh. major motion picture. Okay. Opposite who who was the who was uh the head of Rome at the time during the Second Punic Wars? Um, or who was the general that 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 fought uh, Barca at Cannae? Mm, off the top of my head, I want to say Scipio. Yep, you got it, Publius Scipio. Okay, so Christian Bale is playing Publius Scipio. You're playing Hannibal Barca. I could, I don't think they actually interacted with each other personally in real life, but you know it's a movie, so we got to have that scene. Okay, and and. And you fuck up something minor, and Christian Bale goes off on you. How do you react? What's the appropriate reaction for that? Um, 
I go, hey, hey, man, and we're not going to talk to each other like that. That's all, that's all I would say. All right. Hey, look, let's yeah, try let's fair. try not to speak to one another that way, all right? We both grown men. I got to say, it's pretty impressive that you knew it was Scipio off the top of the head. Yeah, um, well, well, not cause, bad, well not that's, bad, that's also a different something. question because Scipio, um, <clears throat> Scipio Africanus, which I think was the son of that guy, was the one that actually ended up defeating him. Oh. Well, see, maybe Christian Bale plays both of them. Oh. They age him up for the, then they age him down digitally to be the younger Scipio. Yeah, yeah. How no, is there not, the, there hasn't really been a movie about Hannibal Barca, has there? Um, I don't think so. I don't think so. But he is, he's the most badass general in history, no doubt about it. It's oh, it's not, he's black. That's why we don't have a movie. And it's not even it. close. Well, it probably is because he's black. I mean, that's. Man, I'm trying to tell y'all. <laughs> I'm trying to tell y'all. It's a different thing. It's a different thing p- trying to trying to make TV or movies when you're black in Hollywood. It's a whole different animal. You know, cuz there's only there's only certain kinds of stories that they will accept about black people. You know, that's why we all, we black suffering is that's per, you want to make a fucking you want to make a civil rights movie or a slavery movie? Please. Get in here. You know we. Get, that's yeah. why we have so many of them. We have. There's so many. There's so many slave movies. There might be more slave. There might be more slave movies than any other black films. Any other category. Yeah. At least those are the ones that. And those are the ones that get I mean, no- nominated. You want to. You want to. You want an Emmy? You gotta get your ass beat. You know. Or the ones that get wanna, nominated. Um, they're also the ones that you can get money for. <clears throat> right, 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 right. Um, you know, yeah. Oh, another. Like, there another, hasn't ever been a Mansa Musa movie yet, which is crazy yeah. to me. Another, another good one is struggling. Uh, well, because here's the thing too. They, they I think there's this, um, <clears throat> this. Uh, I forget what you call it, but you know, there's this conventional wisdom in Hollywood that um, black movies don't sell. Mm. You know, and. Like I said, it's a bunch of people motivated by fear. So they, you know, no one's going to be the one to go out on a limb for something that everyone says doesn't work. And then, and then, and then, if it doesn't work, it's on you. No one does it. No one. In, no one. In, no one in the middle, right? No one. In, no one mm-hmm. in, with middle power. And what I mean by that is like you ain't the top dog and you ain't on the bottom, right? But n- no one with no one that's not at the top, like the people that are in the that are right adjacent to power, right? Right. None of them are ever going to uh, to set up a situation where if shit works out, you get credit, and if it don't, then it's on them. No, none of them. Are, nobody does that. You, you understand what I'm saying? Like, like it. If if I'm a, if, a little bit more to me. If I'm above you in any in yeah. any kind of organization and structure, I'm never going to set things up so that if the idea fails, it's on me. Because that's what that's right. that's why you're underneath me. It's like if something right. fucks, you know, the, the, they, you you hear people say all the time, "Shit rolls downhill." That's what they said all the time in, yeah. in the Marine Corps. That's what that means. It's like. Oh, I'm not gonna pay the. I'm, I might pay a little bit of a price, but you're gonna pay most of the price, right? And you are gonna spread that down to the people beneath you, and, and until 
you know, some E1 has their whole fucking weekend ruined, and we get to move on past <laughs> this thing. You know what I mean? Like, like, right? Yeah, yeah. that's that's so so. I don't buy that that people are gonna that. I guess I guess we kind of went off on a tangent, but my my whole point is is that it's just hard it's just hard to make black stuff that's not already um that aren't the types of black movies that already sell. It's hard to it's hard to pitch that because uh, uh, let, let me rephrase it this way: for you to make uh, to make TV or make movies. No matter who you are, what group you belong to, a white person has to approve of it. At some point, you got to convince a white person some up somewhere that your shit is dope and is going to make them money. Right. So, so that's the ch- and and so you know Hollywood can do all this diversity and all this other stuff. Fuck everything. You, there's nothing on TV that was approved. By all minority people, all the way from the bottom to the top. No, no way. You, at some point, you got to get past a white person. You got to convince a white person somewhere. And so, what you're able to make is limited by what by their imagination, and also their imagination of what what they imagine other white people will pay to see. Exactly. Right. And, so, and, and the thing so, is, no one will ever explicitly say that. So you know, so they they have all these other buzz. They have all these other buzzwords. Like they say, you know, middle America, the average household. Will it play in Peoria? Will it play right, in Peoria? right, right. Peoria means will white people see it? Yeah, they have all. Well, they have a whole bunch of sayings that are like, "Will white people be into this?" But they don't. <laughs> but, they, but they'll never say that. They yeah, they always say shit like that. Yeah, would, would, the, hey, would it would this play in Illinois? You know, would this play in right? <laughs> would this play in Grand Rapids? Right. <laughs> you know. Yeah, the 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 corporate speak is fucking it's it's real, it's really out there. All right, we got. Can we hit a few of these emails? They've been kind of piling yeah, let's up. Do it. Uh, There's some good emails in here. There's some good ones here. I try to. Uh, man, that's a lot. Okay. So here, oh, here's another thing. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, you want to send us an email. Email us at uh, bswithbriansimpson at gmail.com with all your questions, comments, concerns, or advice uh, shit. Um, <clears throat> okay. Uh, and also, listen, if you if you send me an article, try to summarize it for me so I don't have to – it's just easier that way. Uh, you know, hit me with a quick, like, what it's about. Uh, or, yeah, at least why it's interesting. Yeah, right, like why it's interesting, yeah. Um do we do we, have, we we got a few different emails about the Fermi paradox uh, is this the first one from Lars uh, yeah there's one from Lars yeah Lars uh, let's make sure Lars in Boston <laughs> Lars in Boston okay hi guys oh so the the title of the email is the Fermi paradox is bullshit <laughs> Hi, guys. Sorry to be a downer, but I do think that there's some wishful thinking in most people's attempts at understanding the Fermi paradox, basically taking the premise at face value and then trying to explain why we haven't found evidence for all the intelligent life forms with advanced civilizations that apparently should exist out there. But the premise is false. Yes, there are billions of galaxies with billions of stars, many of which have exoplanets in the habitable Goldilocks zone. But this is not enough to support life, let alone long-term evolution in the organisms that develop radio communications or even interstellar travel. 
<clears throat> this is a lot. On, on a side note, there's no concrete definition of life. And though the only one we know is the carbon-based water-dependent form we have here on Earth, there could be others. The not-too-hot, not-too-cold requirement of habitable exoplanets is all about water and an atmosphere. And guess what? None of the exoplanets that have been studied so far, including ones that orbit Alpha and Proxima Centauri, have either of those. Okay, well, look, man. Motherfucker. Okay, there's like five more paragraphs to this. Um, look. Well, I want, I want to point one, one thing out first. There's not billions of galaxies. There are trillions of galaxies. Right. And right. a trillion is a lot more. It's, it's People know that a trillion is more than a billion, but people don't understand how many more a trillion is than a billion. And we can use all these different like metaphors for grains of rice and stuff like that, but your your human brain really cannot comprehend the number 1 trillion. Yeah, you can't wrap your you can't wrap your head around that. It's a thousand times more. But but billion. but so so, Lars from from Boston is bringing up a couple of different things. Number one, he's saying that it's an assumption that there could be that life would be to some extent um, probable outside of Earth, given the number of planets there are thing I would say to that is that the Fermi paradox assumes a priori that life is probable outside of Earth. So it, it's starting out like if we assume that life arises fairly regularly given the number of planets, then why haven't we heard from it yet? So it's it's asking a question that begins with an assumption. So you can attack the assumption for sure. And there are plenty of people who do that, and they say that the answer to the Fermi paradox is that the assumption is flawed. And that's a perfectly valid response to it. But Yeah, but that, that but, is, but that's all but that saying that the saying that the assumption of to the to the Fermi paradox is flawed, you're also saying that we are the only life. That we're the only thing in the universe that we only, we're the only rare thing in the whole universe that has, that has only happened once. Because that's, yeah. that, that's why the Fermi Paradox holds weight is because every single thing in the universe, no matter how rare it is, it happens all the fucking time. Because yeah. as far as we know, the universe is all made up of the same things. Mm-hmm. You know, and and because we know how those things come to be, or at least we we mostly know, it was like we we know you know it's like we know what life is made of. We know that we know that we know. I put it like this: we know that the stuff on Earth that life is made of, right? Life just so mm-hmm. happens to be made of the most abundant elements. You know what I'm saying? Where it was like right. we like we know that like you know there's hydrogen, oxygen. God damn it. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> okay, where was I? We were talking about the, the stuff that... Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, like, like we, we basically, we, we know that the most abundant elements are also the things that life, are, life is made of. So, mm-hmm. so we, you know, life that we know. Obviously, there could be other life forms. I mean... <clears throat> There, it's possible for there to be what carbon-based life forms, sulfur-based life forms. I think they've seen or speculated about. But is, there's only about silicon-based life forms as well. 
Yeah, and, and, and the, but the reason why carbon is important is because it bonds with the most things, right? Carbon, yeah. yeah. So Car- carb- carbon has carbon has it can my, form my long- like very layperson understanding of it is that the molecular structure of carbon or the atomic structure of carbon allows it to um, take on a multitude of forms, even though it's a very simple right. atomic structure. Right, and and yeah, and so even though like life would be possible. There are other elements that could behave that way that are higher up the chain, but um, but those things don't. Uh, but that but that would that would that's just less it's just less likely because those things are 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 less abundant. They're rarer. Yeah, it's not to say that it, yeah. that, that that there's not life forms out there that could be based on that, but it but they just it would just the situation would just arise less often. Um, he had a lot right. more to say, but again, that was a really long email. Like, if, if, if you're gonna, if you want to talk about multiple things and send, send separate ones, because you know, I don't want to just sit here and like read a long ass email. Um, <laughs> on like, on, you know what I mean? I do like this email though. Like Lawrence, maybe maybe one of these days, like right, right back in. Yeah, maybe we have like an intern or some at some point that can like some summarize some shit for me. We're gonna take a break to talk about diet. Smoke. Diet Smoke makes federally legal premium THC products delivered right to your door. With so much THC variety, there's a Diet Smoke product for everyone. With melatonin blends for sleep and caffeine blends for on the move, elevate any vibe with Diet Smoke. Yeah, they sent me um they sent me some you know a variety of flavors um and, and man, they they're pretty fucking good. I don't understand how they do it. I don't know how. Why is it legal for them? Do they do they own a senator? I don't know. Um, <clears throat> uh, new to the THC game, U.S. Weekly just named Diet Smokes Delta Eight gummies as best for beginners. And if you're an advanced player, experienced users love the Delta Nine high for when they still want to function but can't melt into the couch. Now I'm trying to melt, dog. <laughs> I mean, they, they yeah, definitely but, offer a little bit of a meltiness. I mean, I I, I tried the um, things like cherry. They sent us like cherry limeade, blackberry, and something else gummies, and the cherry limeades yeah. were awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like I like how you have the variety to choose from. You can go Delta Eight or Delta Nine. Yeah. Um, I still don't know how they do it. Um, if you're ready for that perfect high, head over to dietsmoke.com and use code BS for 20% off your first order. Again, if you're ready for that perfect high, head over to dietsmoke.com and use offer code BS for 20% off your order. That's 20% off with code BS at dietsmoke.com or click the link in the description. Diet Smoke, the beautifully balanced buzz. Advice for the... Oh, advice for a novice from the advice champ. Hey, Brian, I'm a new stand-up comic. I want to know your thoughts about making buddies in the open mic scene. I've been doing this for about eight months now, and I haven't made many friends at the newbie scene here. It's not that I don't like my peers. It's just that rubbing elbows for opportunities feels inauthentic to me. I'm pretty introverted. Another comic friend of mine told me, that if I don't start chatting up my peers, I'll never get opportunities. My first reaction to hearing this was to quit, but I think I'm legitimately funnier than some of the other open micers that get feature spots or invites. I just want to know your thoughts about making buddies early in your career. 
Simple Vidalis. <clears throat> okay, well, look. You said that you can't make friends, and then you said your friend told you. So uh, that's weird. But um, but the thing is, you... Well, you said he hasn't made many friends. Yeah. And, it sounds and, to me like he, he maybe has a few that are he's fairly close with, and one of them is like, hey, man, you got to start, like, building bridges... Yeah, because here's the thing. It, yeah, it's not inauthentic. Like you said, like the few people that are your friend. Because here, here's the thing: we use the word friend. That that really means more than one thing. You know what I mean? And because to me is like it's levels to friendship. There's because there's friends that I, when I say friend, but and I really mean family. Like they're just like they're I they're, they're just as important to me as my family. You know what I mean? That that's yeah. a yeah that kind of friend. Then there's, you know, there's most of your friends, your associates, like people that you're, you know, that you kick it with and and talk to and trust and exchange ideas and all that kind of thing. And then there's your work friends. And comedy is work. Like, you're at work. Just think of it like that. Like, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't go to the office and then not ever talk to nobody. You know what I mean? It's, it's that kind of thing. It's like, you don't have to be fake to, 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 to people, but you but you do need to be at least a little social, because I because I feel you like I don't I don't like fucking hanging out with strength with people that I don't know that I'm not comfortable with. But I just it's like when you're at the club, you just you know get to know people a little bit, just mingle, motherfucker. That's all it is. You're just mingling because who because everything in this business comes from who you know, and you have to you know and and whether or not people have a good like whether you have a good reputation and 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 it. And the reputation is like credit. It's like having none at all is almost worse than having a bad one. You know, or it's the same thing. It's just <laughs> it's people gonna treat it the same. It's like it's like I I don't know nothing about that motherfucker. You know, but <clears throat> here's the other thing: don't don't compare yourself to other people, man. Just get just just focus on your comedy. You know what I mean? Like you're 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 doing fine. You don't have to make fake friends. You don't have to fake be friends with people. Just be friendly. To, fuck with the people that fuck with you, and be friendly to everybody else. Try try to be friendly to everybody else. But also, like, don't focus on who you funnier than. Like, just become a beast. That's if you already if you, if what you're saying is true and you're and you're funnier than most of the open micers. Like, stop worrying about what they're getting and not getting. Just get, take the stage time you get. Lock in. Be a beast. Because once you, because once because there's a lot of politics and bullshit and all of that in comedy and show business in, in particular, but. There isn't some conspiracy to keep talented people away. You know what I mean? There's there's nepotism and and favoritism and 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 tit for tat or, or quid quo pro. It's all of that shit that's happened. All the unfair shit is all happening around you. But if you a beast, no one's trying to keep stuff from you. Like you understand what I'm saying? Like if you, there's a level of talent that once it's observed overrides everything and if you if you think you're capable of obtaining that level then you need to be focusing on that because that's going to get you everything all the, the, right. the you know this scene this city that you're in that's that's not the end game so who gives a fuck what you should be focusing on in in uh what city is this in denver, denver. what you should be focusing on is being is is being so fucking good that when you leave denver at wherever you end up it's apparent to everybody immediately that you a monster. Well, whether you go to right. L.A., New York, or Austin, 
when you leave Denver, you you that's what that's when it starts. That's when you that's what this is just you getting good and you worried about the wrong shit. The politics and all of that. Just go where you get stage time and become a fucking monster. That's what that's what that's what this is for, to me. So many people like so many people that I started with or was around that was all focused on the drama, they fucking they still there. They still right. in that same city. Or you understand what I'm saying? Because they was worried about the wrong yeah. shit. Yeah. There was people, you know, when I was in the homeless shelter, there was people worried about being like the big dog in the homeless shelter. <laughs> While everybody else was like, yo, I'm trying to get a house. I'm trying to get an apartment. Right. It's other people. Fuck out of here. Yeah. It's other people that's like, yo, this is this, this is my shelter. You know what I mean? Like you worried about some shit that don't, you worried about the little leagues. You're trying to be. You know, stop. Don't you don't have to. You don't need to be king of the hill. It, 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 it's like that'll automatically happen. It, it, I think as long as you're not a fucking complete piece of shit. If you're really the funniest motherfucker, that's gonna come out. That's gonna show. That's all it is. The other thing I would I would bring up is like I I really like the comparison that you made to like just working in an office, right? Yeah. It's not inauthentic when you work in an office that like you know you pass by. Sarah's fucking desk every day and you're like hey Sarah how you doing doing good great how was how was your weekend that's not inauthentic that's just normal being a polite person and checking in yeah. with the people that you see every day that's not inauthentic unless you unless you really don't give a fuck at all about what happened for on her weekend you know that's that's possible i mean you know if you're, <laughs> if you're yeah, if you're if you're a true psychopath, then you know what you're gonna do great. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. so don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> if you'll step on it, if you'll step on anyone to make it. I have uh, a question. What what percentage of comedians? Because he mentions that he's he says I'm pretty introverted. I have found that most comedians that I meet who are like working comedians, and I meet a lot of them at like the store or here at the studio and stuff. They tend to be kind of introverted, or if they're not introvert, if they're extroverted, then they still have just like anxiety disorders or major clinical depression. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's a, I think that's a, yeah. I think that's that's pretty close. I, I think it's I think it's just that most most comics are more are are comf- are just comfortable in their head. Like that's where they're the most comfortable. So there's mm-hmm. there, there is no social scenario. That's gonna be more comfortable than my own thoughts. I mean, I, I can't speak for everybody else, but that's just me. Like, mm-hmm. I, I am the most at ease when I'm alone and thinking to myself. So there's no right. so any if you everything you add to that is is that's is downhill for me. Every, it just takes away from my peace. You know, that's why I don't. I prefer not to be at. That's why I don't do nothing on New Year's. You know, it's like, it's right. like, well, yeah. Why the fuck would I go out in all the chaos? Because it's tomorrow. Right. That don't make sense to me. <laughs> no. Right. Right. I mean, I, I guess you could argue that it, it it is a is a bit more significant tomorrow than mo- most tomorrows, but not really in the grand scheme of things. I mean, it's just an arbitrary date that we picked. And that's the beginning. It, it, you know what I'm saying? It is a cycle. Yeah, but you could pick that, any. Well, what, you could pick any point in the cycle and go. That's the start of it. So that's what Gramsci said about about New Year's. What? Antonio, he, he hated New Year's because he thought it was arbitrary, and he was like, "I'm not going to let society tell me 
when it's time to turn over a new leaf, I'm mm. going to remake myself every fucking day, and nobody can stop me. Mm. Okay. Gram- Gramsci was built different, though, so, you know, it's hard to be like Gramsci. Who the fuck is that? Uh, Gramsci, he's a, uh, Antonio Gramsci was an Italian philosopher. Um, uh, he he was the one that, that came up with the theory of cultural hegemony. Uh, oh, well, okay, yeah, we talked about this before. Yeah. Cultural hegemony. Yeah. All right. I hope that answers. He was, a, he was a. He was a. He was a. Um, he was at one time leader of the Italian Communist Party, but he was uh, like a vocal critic of Benito Mussolini in his rise to power under fascism. And how did they kill him? Um, I don't. I mean, he died in 1937 when he was only 46. I don't remember if he. They got I'm looking him. on his Wikipedia right now. Did he they get got, got or what? Yeah, he got got. What you mean? You just told me he. You told me he was a philosopher. He was he was sharp witted. He criticized <laughs> yeah. the Mussolini government, and then he died way too early. Yeah, well, I, but like, I, I but I, I know I know he di- I think he died in prison, but I can't remember if he was executed or if he just got sick and died or what happened. But I'm pretty sure. I'm looking. Oh, it says premature death was owing to prison conditions. Yeah, no shit. Okay, there we go. Mm-hmm. Just like Jeffrey Epstein, right? Right. Oh, they actually they released him when he was super sick, so the regime could say that Gramsci died in a hospital rather than in prison. Nevertheless, his death was owing directly to prison conditions. Yeah, I mean, when you're 46 years old and you fucking die, then from a gastric disorder, nah, that's that's not normal. Uh, this next email is from uh, Rick. Brian, love your comedy. Saw you on Fully Loaded in Mississippi. I also, oh yeah, Brandon, we went to Brandon. I also enjoy your take on Android versus Apple. Recently saw on Rogan, you were considering going back to Apple, and I was curious why. Well, I've went back and forth several times myself and get very annoyed with Apple's walled garden, as you call it. Well, look, I, um, I'm i considering going back for the same reason you went back and forth. Like, I, ha- <clears throat> I like the simplicity of Apple, and sometimes when... My shit gets chaotic. I I think I seek the simplicity, but then I'll have an iPhone for for a long time, and then and then there'll be something that I could do on Android that I can't do. You know, because because like this like like the, the Samsung phones, they have so they have so many fucking features. It's like you don't need them all. You know, hundreds. Some some of the shit's gimmicky. Some of it's useful, but a lot of a lot of the times it's like you don't need it. like the S Pen, right? Like I love that, and I don't, and I probably use it like twice a month. But the, but those times where I where I'm like, damn, I need it, and that and that and that S Pen function work. Oh, they come in so handy. I just love having it, and so it's like, and sometimes I go months without using it, right? And then so say I have an iPhone for months, and then one of those situations pops up where it's like, oh damn, it would be nice to have that S Pen. And I fucking don't have it, you know. Does the S Pen? S Pen's a stylus, right? Yeah, it's a stylus. stylus? Does that does that work on your Samsung phone and your tablet? Does Mm. it work on the phone too, or just the tablet? You know what? I don't know because I'm pretty sure it. I'm pretty sure it works on both because it's not. Mm. um, Because the the pen the pen doesn't need a charge. Right to work, so and it's the same technology. So, yeah, it's it's not like the Apple Pencil where it, it like because the Bluetooth connection to the tablet is only 
um, is only for the air gestures stuff. Oh, okay. but, but but to actually just use it to write, it doesn't need to be charged. Yeah, this is saying that um, it works on some of them. So if you have a Galaxy Z Fold for well, no, well, series, well, the fold the fold is different because the S Pen for the, oh. the S Pen for the folds don't work on the tablet or the. Uh, well, they might work on the tablet and stuff, but but All right. the 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 tablet pen won't work on the fold because it's a different technology. Okay. Yeah. At least at least that's my understanding. Mm. Of it. <clears throat> yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. That I hope that answers your question, Rick. All right. We can. Oh, oh one more. One more. Let's do one more, and then let's do uh, let's do an yeah. article. Question for the pod: Would you tip a racist? Okay. Wow. Hey guys, hope all is well. Me and my wife recently moved cities and as part of the move hired two movers. The movers were great, arrived on time, quick and efficient loading up, got to the destination on time as well. While unloading at our new location, we thought our cat ran out the door, but they helped us find it in the house. Right as they are unloading Yeah, right as they are unloading the last item off their truck and I'm getting ready to pay them, I saw a big Confederate flag tattoo on one of the guy's calf. Me and my wife are black. Um, I was I was conflicted on how to handle tipping. Their service was great, so I ended up tipping them, but not as much as I would have if I didn't see the tattoo. Question, would you tip someone with a racist tattoo? Well, that is a <laughs> that that that's a big leap from the title of the email is would you tip a racist? This is a this is not exactly that. Um question. Would you tip someone with a racist tattoo? That, Would it be um, different? Unpack that for us. Why is that different? Well, well, well let me let me hold on. Let me finish yeah, this sure, question. Sure. Would you tip? Would you tip someone with a racist tattoo? Would it be different if it was a Confederate flag versus a swastika? Would it depend on their type of job, i.e., mover versus an Uber driver or a waiter? Uh, let me know. Keep getting them checks. Thank you. Thank you. Um, look. So I think I think there's a subtle difference because I think. I think I think our tendency to label things, or or let, let me let me rephrase that. What I associate with certain things, you you not you can't put that on other people. So it's like you see the Confederate flag and see that you see that as a racist tattoo, but maybe he doesn't. You know what I'm saying? You understand what I'm saying? It's like so. So for you to say for, for, because when you said would you tip a racist, what you're basically saying is this guy is racist. That's all I'm right. saying. It's like, and I think having a racist tattoo is not the same thing as you, because because like you said, and you said, would it be different if it was a swastika? Hell yes, it would be different. <laughs> because a swastika is that that's telling people that's telling people yeah I'm that's saying I'm racist. You understand what I'm saying? Like, like, I'm a, like what about I'm, the people who are trying to reclaim the swastika? Who are well those people are, are, those people are stupid. <laughs> those, those those people are stupid. You don't get to you don't get to decide what things mean. We do that right. collectively as a group, and and everywhere on earth, and every a swastika mean Nazi. So so if you put a swastika on your body, people going people going to take they, take you at face value. You know what I'm saying? Now, now well, yeah, go ahead. But listen, I think you're gonna I think you're gonna respond to exactly what I was gonna ask. Um, yeah, so 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 for me, you know, but a Confederate flag, a lot that's a, that is not so cut and dry, you know. It it, it represents it because yes, the Confederate flag is about it is about slavery, 
Mm-hmm. But but that doesn't mean the the person that's hanging one. That's this doesn't mean that that's what they're trying to say. You know what I mean? Some people because 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 the people that go it's not racist is is pride or it's southern pride or 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 this and this and that. For some people, that's not bullshit. You know what I mean? That, like so so that that ain't the same thing to me as a swastika. You know or or any other symbol that is overtly sending the message. I am racist, and I don't care if you know. Because that's a whole different. Because that's a different person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, yes, somebody that's openly and outwardly, unquestionably racist isn't the same thing as somebody that is uh, that is questionably. What the fuck am I trying to say? Well, you're saying that there's more ambiguity with. A Confederate flag compared to a swastika, right? Right. That, it would almost like that, you. It would almost about like you being like. It, it almost like be like you being like, oh, would you would you tip a racist? So this guy had a Republican Party uh, sticker. It is like, well, that doesn't make you know what I'm saying. Like you can't just make that assumption about a man about a person. Also, here's here's the thing. This whole argument is moot because I would still tip. Right. Yeah, you, right. because here's and here's the other thing too. Let's just say this, this guy had he did. Let's just say it was a swastika. Even still, you don't know that man's life. You don't know if he still yeah. feel that way. You don't know if he turned his life around. It's like all you know for sure is that this nigga moved your shit and didn't break it and helped you find your cat, which is not in the job description. And 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 unless you're ready to have that conversation with a motherfucker. Then tip them the rec- tip them the same. You know what I'm saying? I mean, unless it's one of those things. I mean, maybe 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 like if you say like, "Yo, it was on his face," <laughs> and I couldn't stop looking at it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but you, but I think you got to be. I think you got to be man enough to have that talk with a motherfucker. In fact, if you if you're gonna judge somebody that way, I don't know. After they done already did what what is basically. The best moving job you could possibly do. It's like they already did all this work, and now you're like, uh, I don't know. I see your tattoo. I'm, I'm gonna give you less money. I don't know. I hope you didn't. Did you tell them that you were giving them less money? It doesn't seem like he did. I don't like think he you told did. Them that. No. It seems like he still gave them a decent tip, though. He says I ended up tipping yeah. them, but not as much as I would have if I didn't see the tattoo. So yeah, but you know, you know I, what? Ooh, this first of all, let me, let me before I go any further. This is an excellent email. I like this. I like this this more this conundrum right here because I'm because <laughs> I'm going I'm going back and forth in my head because I I feel you, I, because you can't control how you feel in the in the moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like may, maybe maybe cause, because the fact that you saw it right before you was going to pay him. I I understand how that could make you feel some type of way, you know, while you're sitting there holding your money in your hand, you know. Maybe if you've seen it an hour earlier, maybe if you've seen it while he was looking for the cat. Because that, that's, my, that's my question, too. Like, say you, the cat's lost, and he helping you look for your cat, and then you notice it then. What you going to say? You going to be like, hey, man, I don't need your help. I'll find the cat. Is that what you're going to do? No. No, you're not. You're not going to do that. You gonna? I have a question. What? Does it matter? He said he he describes it as a big Confederate flag tattoo on one of the guy's Mm. calves. On his calf, yeah. So um, obviously this guy's wearing shorts or whatever, and this is like he's saying he's describing it as a big Confederate flag tattoo. 
I think that there is a distinction to be made if it's like, you know, the guy's got a, he's got a small one on his shoulder and you don't notice it because he's wearing a shirt and then like just he's moving something and it pushes up and you see it versus it's on a body part that is exposed by virtue of the clothes that he's wearing. Does that factor into the decision for you? No. Or 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 maybe not the decision because you already said that you would tip him anyway. But does that alter your feelings about the situation? No. No. Like if it's huge or not? If oh, you mean like like, like, prom- like prominent? Yeah, I, size and placement. Yeah, and I mean, listen, that, that's going to affect that factor. That's going to affect me emotionally in the moment. But I don't. I don't know how I feel. I don't know how I feel because it's like I'm tipping you for the job you did. It's like it's like because because listen, if you're if you black and he racist and he moved your shit without a scratch, you know he He's can't he can't be that racist <laughs> for you to be like I'm gonna give you less money for the because you were gonna give him money for the job he did. So yeah, yeah, man. And, I, and listen, guys, I don't know if you've ever moved. Like, and I, you know, I'm guessing if you hire movers, you probably moved a long distance. I ain't talking about a U-Haul move. I'm talking about like like state to state, bro. It says move cities. So uh, yeah. okay, okay, yeah, even cities, moving cities. Like if you hiring movers, bro, for you to get the the y'all don't even understand the peril from getting your shit from one place to another is like you don't know who is going, who is taking possession of your shit. So 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 most of the time, the way it works is when you hire a, a a, a state-to-state mover or like in-state long-distance movers, you you get a broker. You understand what I'm saying? And they mm-hmm. and they they find you a mover in your city to move your shit to a warehouse, and then that it gets picked up from the warehouse by other people that drop it off in your city. And you gotta pay. You have to pay the motherfuckers half up front that pick up your shit, and you gotta pay the motherfuckers that drop off your shit. And every and the shit that can go wrong between those two times, like bro, when I moved here, they I don't know if I told you this, Rob, but they they charge me for every set of stairs, right? And a set of the stairs is, is that? they they charge you for stairs if they gotta. So right. it's like little shit. If the if the truck is far, if they have to walk farther than like fifteen feet to get to your front door, that's an extra hundred dollars. You know what I mean? If oh, they got to go upstairs, so for every seven stairs, it was a, it was a it was an extra, I think, hundred dollars, one hundred and fifty dollars, and they counted seven stairs. So so my I put it like this: my house had fifteen stairs, so they charged me as though there were twenty one stairs. So when so, you know it's seven stairs. Oh, they they round up. They oh yeah, round yeah, up. they because round off. Four, fourteen is two is two upcharges, and then the extra one step is worth the next seven. Yep, yep, got it. Yep, I thought like part of me wanted to add in some stairs, just like okay, well, if I'm gonna pay for it, <laughs> motherfuckers are gonna take some extra steps. Yeah, so I'm just saying for them to for them to have moved your shit all the way and everything was there pristine and help you find your cat, I feel like yeah, you gotta cut a motherfucker some slack. You gotta at least get in the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I one thing I disagree. I, I agree with you completely as in terms of your your they didn't do anything racist. You don't know for sure that this guy is a capital R racist or whatever yeah. and you're tipping Unless, like, the job that they did and they did a good said, job we say all that and then he, 
<laughs> and then the next time he moves, he realizes that somebody like carved go home niggas and like in the back, like in the corner, of, like <laughs> a little secret part of every dresser. Go home, nigga, go. That's funny. And then you tipped him. Ah, you coon. All right. Um. <sighs> I, 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 but I, I do want to highlight one thing. I think that in now 2023, an adult with a Confederate flag tattoo, that's that's getting closer to the swastika thing because I think as a society, we know what we know what it means when you have a like if it's a old ass faded tattoo from 1998 or something, <laughs> maybe that's different. But nowadays, mm, I don't know. Oh, oh yeah, listen, listen. We could get into the debate about whether it means you're racist or not, right? I'm just saying. Right. I'm just saying. It's levels to that shit. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. You I know, agree with that. There's people that, that there's people that seem racist. There's people that have you know that have, that have a tattoo that's that's racist. And then there's people that will say I'm racist. And those are different. I I have a different attitude towards all those people. And and I'm gonna tell you what, it would surprise you. The person that openly says they're racist, I respect them more than the, than everyone than all the other racists. Yeah, I the, get that. The person that's not trying to hide because because it, it's the motherfucker that try to go. Oh, no, I, don't, I don't hate anybody, and then keep doing racist shit and saying racist shit. Those people, you know, because you don't know who you're dealing with. You know, you the people that are, that I know for sure, one hundred percent racist. I know who I'm dealing with. I know right. who they are. That's why I don't believe in kicking kicking them off social media. Up, oh, by the way, Rob, I turned out to be right. And we. Uh... Explain that. Andrew Tate was arrested recently. Did you know that? Yeah, I did know that. For the child trafficking thing? That's what they're saying. Oh, you're saying saying it's a good thing he wasn't kicked off. It's a good thing he was back on Twitter. He didn't get get arrested when he was off Twitter. He got arrested from being on Twitter, from saying his dumb shit out loud so everyone can hear. That's what we need all the time. We need everybody to be able to say what they want because eventually they're going to eat. You know, it's like because that's how you that's how you know your enemy. I don't want them in secret. I don't want them over on Truth Social. Then I, then I don't know. I don't know what right. they're plotting and planning over there. <laughs> yeah, I want them somewhere where I can know who they are. Where, yeah, yeah, yeah. Put your Confederate flag up. Yeah, I want. Yep. So we know that. Every time there's a mass shooting, what's the first thing you have to do? Pull up that guy's 4chan history. But <laughs> well, I didn't know you could do that. Oh yeah. Um. All right, all right. We should get some articles in before we. Uh, let's get let's get one article in before we we move on. But that was that was a great that was uh, a great uh, email. Uh, yeah, it was that was uh, outstanding email of the year. Um. Um. Okay. Let's let's do this one. Bill Cosby. Did you know this, Rob? Bill Cosby is uh, on tour. I, I, Bill, yeah, Bill, I, Bill, I did. Bill Cosby plans 2023 comedy tour after overturned sexual assault conviction. The comedian sexual overturned after he served nearly three years in prison. Okay, Bill Cosby plans on touring in next year following his release from prison. This is from Fox News. Um, the comedian told radio host Scott Spears in a surprise appearance Wednesday on WDH Talk that he wants to get back to stand-up over the next year when asked if he felt it was time. Wow. And you know what? I'm going to see it. I'm going to see it. No. I got to see it. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, because listen, that this tour is going to sell out, right? And it's because everyone okay. wants to know what he's going to say. What the fuck are you? Or, or, and, and and can you be, even be funny now? Like, w- w- like, can you still be funny? Because all the comedy we've ever seen about from Bill Cosby has come when he had a certain image. Yeah. And and, and here's here's the truth, fool. Skill wise, he's one of the best comics. Ever. Like Bill Cosby himself is, it's a master class in stand up, right? So yeah, back when he was forty years old. Yeah, back when he was, yeah. But 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 what I'm saying is, he has the skill. He has he still has the same level of skill, but a whole other reputation. I mean, and listen, he hasn't done stand up in a long time, so maybe his stand up yeah. skills are a bit rusty. But but that that's something that'll come back with the touring, but. What I'm curious is about is like what is the material? What is the material going to be? Because I I wonder is he is he in a bubble of people that lead him to believe that the majority of people don't like think he's innocent. Like is, is he going to approach yes. the, is he going to approach the comedy in a way where he seen where he is assuming that everyone's over it or or that it yes. was a small minority of people that you, you know what I'm saying or is he going to come yeah. straight out is he going is he is he going to do a Chris Brown and just go nah, now I'm a bad I'm a bad boy comic now <laughs> at, at at 80 I don't know I I have to know I have to know because I don't know really, it would I, be I unprecedented cuz he cuz he because he could go up on stage and do an hour about how he did all that shit, and he can't go to jail for it. That's double jeopardy. So he could just come out and just say all that shit. And and he, and here's the thing: he got. Here's what we know: he has to talk about it, right? Yeah, he's got to talk about it. But what, so Wouldn't the funniest fucking thing though be he just goes up and does airplane food bits. And, <laughs> you know, oh like yeah, the hackiest ninety yeah. shit. If he doesn't address it, that's gonna be crazy. That's gonna be crazy. <laughs> that's gonna be crazy. This is more more than the slap. Like people are saying, Chris Rock has to talk about the slap. No, Bill Cosby got to talk about the rape. He he has to. <laughs> there's no way he can. There's no way he can go on tour and just and just and act like. The last seven years didn't happen, right? No, because because I'm I'm gonna get up and walk out. Uh, well, actually, you can't do that. You got to watch the whole thing to know if he'll mention it. But it's like, I, but it, right. see, I feel like he knows. He knows. I just see you checking your checking your watch when there's like five minutes see, left in the session. Yeah. He's got to talk about it. I feel point. like he got to get right into it. I, it's the first thing that he got to he got to get right into it off the jump. The first thing he talk about. That's what I would do. It's got to be the first thing, because because what you don't want is everybody sitting there for an hour wondering when you go, like thinking about something else. Nah, just jump right into it. Just get I, into I, it. I think he is going to jump right into it, and I think a large, I think a not insignificant percentage of the audience that is going to go out to see him thinks of him as innocent, even though he's guilty wow, as fuck. Wow, really? Yes, I think. Uh, I'm not. I'm not saying most. I'm not saying most of the people. I think. I think that there's going to be. I think the largest chunk 
of people who go to see him are going to be like, yeah, he did it, but in their mind, they've convinced themselves that like he served his time, even though he got out on a technicality. We should we should point that out. He got out because the um, the DA that charged him, yeah, gave him promised him that they wouldn't they wouldn't charge him if uh, he waived his Fifth Amendment rights and gave statements uh, for the civil suits against him from the women that he raped. And then they used those statements against him in court, and that is not permissible, so he was let out. Uh, he was let out because of that. He wasn't let out because he was innocent. He was let out because they could not charge him because of the DA. But I think a lot of, a lot of people in the public who maybe don't pay a ton of attention to it or didn't pay a lot of attention to it or forgot... They think that he was let out, maybe not because he was innocent, but maybe because, you know, whatever, he had ter- served his time or something like that. I think, yeah. Uh, yeah, see, see, the thing is, I, I, I don't think Cosby's innocent, but I, I also don't think, I think he, I think, I don't think he was the only person doing that shit. That, that's what, sure. that's my problem with this whole situation is like, Wait a minute, so he was at all these parties just raping people and <laughs> passing out drugs and like no we're talking about parties in the seventies, right? It's like, oh maybe maybe they got some kind of loyalty thing, you know, where it's like, but all those you know, because I, I hate to sound like one of those one of those people that's like, oh, Hollywood just full of weirdos all at these parties. But it's like it's a lot of that. Well, it's also People in Hollywood aren't even necessarily, in my opinion, weirder than the average person. Just the average person doesn't have access to the money, drugs, and women. Hmm. Bill Cosby had access to money, drugs, and women. You know, the weird yeah. part about Cosby too is like I, I do think that he was. I, I'm not definitely not going to say unique, but different from most Hollywood sex pests in that he was America's he's America's dad. Well, he was America's dad, but also most Hollywood sex pests just like promise you roles and ply you with cocaine and then they have sex with you. That's or they or they give you money or whatever. They promise you things. Bill Cosby was knocking people out and it's like that's unnecessary. You don't need to do like they, like oh. that's the part that's getting him off because you don't need to do that. Yeah. You're Bill Cosby. You can just give them drugs and money. And most of them you don't even need to do that. They'll fuck you cuz you're Bill Cosby. So why are you knocking people out? Yeah, but I think but, that's, but, that's his but wait a minute. Will they fuck you because you Bill Cosby? Yeah, dude, come on. Like I guess you know what it is. Is I'm in my mind. I'm I'm imagining that if he was just like himself in the room, they would all be kind of shocked. <laughs> like, really? Pastor Cosby or whatever, whatever Doctor Cosby, really? Because he, he doesn't seem. He didn't seem. Cause, cause I, I put it like this: it was, it was, it was, it's, it's just one of those things that's just difficult to believe when you, like his, how different he really was from his image. That's for sure. Like, wow, yeah, man, I, I'm. It, it's it, when I first heard it, I was like, what, what, and the fact that it's come out several times but not really t- gotten any traction. But I guess it yeah, came, I mean, it was I kind of it, a public secret for well, a while, it, right? It, I never heard. Well, it, it came out because, of the, you know, because with social media and once something come out, it's out there forever. 
Like back, he, yeah. this that shit came out back when like you could make a phone call and it'd be like, don't you know, don't put that in the second edition. You know, it's like you, it, right, right, you could right. just you could just you know pay five people to have some out the papers. Whereas right. whereas now it's like, man, if one person see it, it's it's out there. <laughs> if yeah. it's if it's one record, remember when they tried to out Rosario Rashad? That was him recording that video. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, really? Yeah, it was like selfie vision. And, and wow. It's, but it's like, it's out there. It's, it's, if it's out there, it's out there. Nothing, nothing online is secret. If it was ever out yeah. there, it's, it's somewhere. Yeah, and the internet never forgets. No, 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 no. I mean, nowadays, especially now, like, nowadays we're at the point where, like, well, people call them receipts, but it's just it's people taking screenshots of, of, of everything. Screenshots of text messages, screenshots of DMs, screenshots of pictures. It's like so everyone's everyone's remembers and everybody is loading up. Because because think about what that is that that what that is is that's you going. I may have to destroy you one day. You know what I mean? I may <laughs> I may have to destroy you one day. So I'm just gonna hold on to that. Yeah, yeah, love you to like like to one of, to your close friends. <laughs> we like, oh shit, right. word, oh this could fuck your life up. Hold up, <laughs> love you to death though. Yeah, but in five years, don't cross me. So I don't know. It's, it's so we have a we have a culture of destruction. Yeah, so he 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 didn't stand a chance because because I think that's why he fell the farthest. I think he fell he fell the farthest from grace because he was. It was so contrary to how he presented himself. Right. You know, any other comedian they could have been like, could have said that story about, and 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 it wouldn't have, because because I think when you're when you're that much not you, you (laughs) because now because this is this this goes back to the beginning of the of 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 this whole question, uh, this whole article and it's and it's that i think he lost a lot of people <laughs> you know yeah i don't know if he thinks he if he thinks he's gonna do arenas because that's not gonna happen you know yeah i wonder what kind of venues he's gonna be doing i don't know man or how how uncomfortable it's gonna be because because here, cause here's the other thing he, he he'll be able to pop in the clubs and stuff but he but he ain't gonna be able to like announce where he's gonna be. Like, any he is not gonna be if comfortable. He, if, he, if he pops in though, if he pops in at places, people are gonna walk out. I think a lot of people. Are gonna, no. I mean, like, if he popped in, you don't think so? Hell no, no way, no way. That that's like that's like if Kanye popped in somewhere, you're like, oh, this is gonna be good. Because that's that's what I want. If I would, if Bill Cosby popped into a club I was at, I would be ecstatic. Because I want to see what he gonna say. Yeah, but that's you're coming at it from a comedian standpoint where you like the chaos of it. No, no, I, no, 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 no. I'm talking. I'm. To, I. I. No. I truly believe that that's what the average person wants to see. They want to go. What? I, I look. Look. I put it like this. I. I think that if you paid, if you paid for a ticket to go see a comedy show and Bill Cosby popped in. Maybe they'll 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 definitely be people that walk out, mostly women. Yeah. Yeah, but the vast majority yeah. of the people are gonna be like, wait a minute, <laughs> what the fuck is about to happen? 
I gotta know. I have to know. I, I, I will. I will watch at least the first five minutes. Because <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you yeah. know, what I'm saying you've been in, you've been in prison for three years. I know you got a tight five. I know you got a tight five on this. It's got to be on this though. If he, if he ain't talking about this shit, if he's not talking about it in the, immediately, I'm out. Right. Okay. Okay. I can see that. I can yeah. see that. You have to address it immediately. It's got to be funny. You have to because. Because I can't imagine how you could possibly make it funny. Also, it's but, it's it's got yeah. Also, it's got to be it's got to either be a pop in or I got to get a ticket for free. I'm not giving this motherfucker money. Um, no. I mean, that's the thing. Okay, all my hangups remain. I'm not traveling to see it. I'm not uh, waiting in line. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not. I'm not buying a ticket. I'm not making a reservation. It's like, no. I'm not doing all that. I'm not going out of my way to see it. But if I have the opportunity to see it, I'm gonna see it. Or I mean, because because also I'm gonna hear about it. Because you know, so, someone's gonna record it. Someone's gonna yep. ruin it. Yeah, but it's it's people out here that want that's going that's gonna ruin every show this motherfucker's on. I don't know if they're gonna. I don't know if they're gonna let it slide. We'll see. But mo- but most people I mean, it, most people won't watch. It might also just not even happen. You know, I mean that that's always a possibility too. They could get pushed back on this and then they go, eh, you know what, it ain't worth it. Who's they? The the bookers and the and his agent. I mean, obviously his agent wants him to go because that's how he makes money. But there is I, I haven't seen a lot of people talking about this, so I haven't seen any excitement for it or that significant of a backlash. It happened over they dropped this news over the weekend, so whatever. But I don't know, we'll see. We'll see how people react to it. <laughs> I don't know, you want to you want to you want to close it up and uh, yeah and uh, oh man let's, get, let's, just, let's just put I hope he just does it on YouTube. You, <laughs> <laughs> man, that's a that's a wild shit comedy tour. Man, I seen it all. You should put out you should put out his lockdown special now in 2023, where it's oh, just man. him in his house by himself, no audience. I mean, look, if he's smart, he'll just record that shit at the prison. Well, he's not in prison. I know. Oh, but oh he, you mean go, he's going to do a? Uh, he wasn't. He was in Johnny prison. Cash. Yeah, go back to his prison where he was at and do it in front of the homies. Hey. Um. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, that wraps it up. Uh, that's been this episode of BS with Brian Simpson. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, email us. BS with Brian Simpson at gmail dot com. Tickets to the tour go to briansimpsoncomedy dot com. All my social medias are BS Comedian. Um, I, this weekend, uh, you know, so next weekend, uh, January 12th, 13th, and 14th, I'm going to be in uh, Phoenix, Arizona, uh, at Scottsdale, Arizona, at Copper Blues. Uh, get those tickets right now on my socials. I'm also going to be at Zany's in... Yep, 12th, 13th, 14th. Um, also... Zanies in Nashville and uh, Stand Up Live in uh, Alabama on the uh, 20th, 21st, and 22nd. So the Zany shows on the Sunday, the 22nd. The other two are in Alabama. And then uh, Burlington, Vermont on January, on uh, February 3rd and 4th. So all those tickets are up on the website. Get them right now. Oh, Colorado Springs. Colorado Springs is also um, February. Oh, no, March. March 1st. Okay. Uh, anything else to plug, Rob? Josh Potter Show, Josh Potter Show, and uh, Apocalypse Soon with Eddie Peptone and Kevin Tinkin. Got it.
uh, comedyfrequency.com, and I'll be at the Laugh Out Loud Comedy Club uh, this week in San Antonio. I'll be doing that bullshit. bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. <laughs> That's a good one.